First time I ever tried to write this down. First time telling anyone outside the family. I'm leaving out time and location, and some other details, because I'm still scared of what might happen with it publicly, I guess. Summer before 8th grade. Me and two of my friends snuck out at midnight to go walk around the neighborhood and go see the girls on the next block who were having a sleepover. We turn a corner in our neighborhood, and there's this huge black blimp-shaped thing in the sky. Like the pictures of the Hindenburg, but bigger than that, and as close, if not closer. Completely silent, and the size of at least four to five football fields across. No exaggeration, even though I was young. We stared it entranced, asking each other over and over again if we see it, which we all agree that we do. Standing there, frozen in one place. It's like black polished gunmetal. No lights, no sound, no anything. It's just hovering there. And then I don't know what happened, but time clearly jumps. Next thing I remember is the craft, ship, government experiment, whatever the hell it is, has gone. And there's a tiny glowing white barbell thing in the sky, seemingly slowly falling to earth with wisps of smoke coming off of it. And then two brand new black trucks with silver gearboxes on the back. Like F-150s or S-10s, but nicer came speeding down the street going about 70 in a residential 25 mile per hour neighborhood. Then after that, I remember walking home to one of my friend's houses and going to bed. At that point, it was like 5 or 6 a.m. and the sun was coming up. We all made a promise to tell my dad in the morning because he worked for the city, but we never did. I don't know what happened later in life to one of my friends who was there, but the other was my best friend, and we sort of made an unspoken pact never to talk about it. Don't even know or why we did that. We all grew up and I sort of lost touch with him too. We did reconnect over Facebook and such over the years, but it was like there was something between us neither of us wanted to touch or talk about. Looking back on it now, there's no way we could have been the only ones to see it. It wasn't that late at night, and it was over a heavily populated suburb of a major city. The idea of this has always scared me more than any other sort of possible abduction scenario. That there were others, and we're all voluntarily suffering of sort of collective amnesia. Except that we're not. I've thought about hypnosis, but that scared me too, plus I'm not sure if I trust the results. I was just a kid then, and I'm not sure if I can trust the hypnotist. What I do know, again, is that there's no way it was just the three of us who saw it. We're talking a huge thing hovering in the sky directly above hundreds of houses, just after midnight, on a summer weekend night. But nothing on the news, nothing in the paper, nothing on TV. No words spoken about it ever again by anyone. My mom tells a story of her and her friend. Let's call her friend Lisa. When my mom and Lisa were teenagers, they were up on the roof of Lisa's house, and they see a bright light in the night sky. Next thing they know, the light is gone. Thing is, they think they've been on the roof for like 15 minutes but something like three hours has passed. My mom doesn't remember anything about what had happened during that time, and Lisa simply refuses to talk about it. She would answer my mom with things like, I don't know, and just drop it, for a long time. So a couple months later, mom moves away and loses contact with Lisa for about 10 years. She finally meets up with her again, and immediately notices that something is odd about Lisa. Lisa appeared very distant to her, and a very dreamy demeanor, like she was really happy and at peace for no good reason. After they talked for a bit, 
Lisa brings up the incident on the roof. Mom says she still doesn't really remember anything about it. But Lisa remembers. She remembers everything. She said that at first, it was all in bits and pieces and she couldn't remember any of it clearly. She was confused and scared and wanted to avoid discussing it. Then, as time passed, she began to remember more of it. She remembers it all clearly, and she remembers the other three times she was abducted after that clearly as well. At first, they paralyzed her somehow and did all sorts of invasive experiments on her. But by the most recent time, they stopped probing her and began to talk with her. They didn't speak English or any other human language, but she could understand everything they said, even though she couldn't speak their language herself. Apparently, they told her all sorts of things, stuff about space, Earth itself, and most shockingly, predicted years beforehand that she would get pregnant in a specific year, and it would also be a stillborn, and that she would never be able to have children again. They also told her that it was not their fault, and they even made an attempt to save her from this fate, but that they were unsuccessful. They also told her that they had abducted my mother another time after that first incident. My mom says she has no recollection of any other potential abductions, but she does have reoccurring nightmares of being abducted, but she's almost sure that they're just that, nightmares. Anyway, Lisa tells mom that every time she speaks with them, she comes to understand the truth more and more. When mom inquires what the truth is, Lisa just says you will know eventually. And she says that once she learned of the truth, then everything became wonderful. Mom has seen her a few more times over the years. We still live in another state from her. And she apparently has a pretty normal life and doesn't like obsess over alien stuff like some supposed alien abductees do. She only ever brings it up in passing, not like it's a central part of her daily life. I can't say for sure what happened to me that night, but here is what I know. I was driving home for the weekend from school at Indiana University. It takes me about two hours to get home, and I left Bloomington around 10 p.m. At exactly 10.53 a.m., on a rural stretch of the two-lane highway I take home, I noticed what appeared to be flashing lights behind me. I thought, great, I'm getting pulled over. So I turned onto the next country road about a quarter mile from where I noticed the lights. As the car came to a stop, I started to open my glove box to get out my registration and proof of insurance. The light suddenly disappeared, and no car drove past. Now here's where the story takes a turn for the weird, and I'm sure you guys will think I'm just making it all up, because it really does seem like something straight out of a typical UFO movie or story. The electronics in my car started to go haywire. The radio was randomly changing stations while the volume kept going up and down, while the dome light and headlights started to flicker and turn off and back on. This was at 10.56 p.m., I start thinking to myself that my battery must be failing, or else I have a short somewhere in the electrical system of my car. So I lean down to pop the hood so I can take a look at the battery, and that is the last thing I remember doing. The next thing I know, I open my eyes and see nothing but the night sky full of bright stars. It was a cold night, and it seemed like I'd never seen the stars that bright in my life. I sat up and looked around and I saw absolutely nothing, nothing at all. I was in the middle of a field surrounded by corn stalks left over from the recent harvest. As I started to come to my senses, I started to freak out. Where am I? Why the fuck am I asleep in the middle of a field? Where the fuck is my car? I got up and started walking toward the distant headlights I could see from a road about a half mile away. When I got to the nearest intersection, I looked at the signs which read 350 North and 50 West. 
I was half a mile away from my car, which was just right off the main road. I started walking towards the headlights I could see on the main road. I can't say how long it took me to walk the half mile, but it couldn't have been more than 10 or 15 minutes. When I arrived at my car, all the lights were out. My battery had died, which struck me as odd because I couldn't have been gone for that long. I looked at my phone which was sitting on the passenger seat, and the time was 2.17am. Over three hours had passed since I turned off onto the side of the road for the flashing lights behind me. I remember sitting in my car completely dumbfounded, wondering what the hell had just happened to me. About a half an hour of just sitting there, I remembered that my battery was dead, so I got on the phone and called AAA to come out and give me a jump. It took about an hour for them to get out to me since I was a good distance away from the nearest town, during which time I just sat in silence, running through the possible scenarios in my head concerning what had just happened. To this day, I couldn't tell you what really happened to me that night. All I know is I can't think of any plausible explanation as to why I woke up over a half mile away from my car in the middle of a cornfield more than three hours after I had stopped. I only have shared this story with one other person, my uncle. I'm sure people would either look at me like I'm crazy or they would call bullshit on the whole story, and I can't blame them. If somebody came to me with a story like that, that so closely mirrors the stereotypical encounter story, I probably wouldn't believe them either. Not my story, but my dad's. As a consequence of this not being my story, I can't insist that I know what I saw and all that. All I can tell you is that I believe him, and he has no reason to lie to me. My dad has over a dozen stories like this. He grew up in rural Illinois, near a woodsy area. UFO activity was apparently high back then. I don't know if it was just my family or the whole area, but my dad and my grandpa would sit on the porch and watch lights fly around their house for fun. This was a long time ago, when my dad was a kid. He's about in his 60s now. They would watch the stars dart around like laser lights and laugh about it. Shit's mind-boggling to me now. I've only seen that kind of thing happen once or twice, and it freaked me out. Besides that, a bunch of other weird shit would happen to my dad. Some of it is pretty similar to the stuff described in his threat. Actually, isolated earthquakes in Illinois that nobody else felt, bright orbs floating around in the sky and following him around, etc. It's been a while since he told me these stories, but one of the particularly weird ones has always stuck with me. FYI, I'm completely aware that it sounds like my dad was just fucking with me, and trust me, I prefer to believe that, but I have good reasons to trust him. For starters, he's never lied to me about anything else. He wasn't the type of person to make shit up for show. He always had absolutely nothing to gain from making this shit up. He never tried to publish it or even write it down. He would just talk about it sometimes. Anyway, so my dad was in his teens, and weird UFO shit has been happening his whole life at this point. He's out in his driveway for whatever reason, doing whatever people do when they live in a woodsy rural area. His parents aren't home, they're out shopping at work or whatever. Suddenly this big black car pulls into his driveway, tinted windows completely black. My dad just kind of watches it pull in, not sure what to think. Somebody to remember here, not only is this a rural area, but it's 50 plus years ago. People were a lot more trusting back then. Nowadays, you'd be crazy to leave your front door unlocked, but back then, it was no big deal. So this strange black car pulls into my dad's driveway. It's making no noise at all, which my dad noticed right away. The door opens, and out steps a super tall, fair-faced white man. He has blonde hair and extremely well-tailored black suit and black sunglasses on. 
Right away, my dad could see there was something off about him. He looks too perfect. Flawless skin, a childlike smile, and very overdressed for a hot summer day. He looks distinctly out of place. The man walks up to my dad and asks for his name. My dad, around 15 at the time, asks him why he wants to know. The man smiles and explains he just wants to ask him a few questions, and he means no harm. Bemused, my dad agrees, but he's still very wary of this strange man. First, the tall white dude asks my dad if he lives here. My dad says yes, and asks why he wants to know. The man has a completely relaxed, non-confrontational tone, and seems almost giddy, like he was really excited to have this conversation. His childish, overzealous grin hadn't faded in the least. He asked my dad if he had seen, felt, or heard anything that he felt was outside of the ordinary. My dad said sometimes, and again asked why he wanted to know. The man just kept grinning, and by now my dad was feeling pretty uncomfortable. He had never seen this guy before in his life. He didn't appear to be any kind of government agent. His behavior was far too unusual. Suddenly, the man's demeanor completely changes. His grin disappears and he looks worried. Without so much as a goodbye, he opens his car door, gets inside, and drives away, still making no noise at all. A couple minutes later, my dad's parents come back from shopping. Now for the really weird part. My mom saw the same fucking dude 30 fucking years later. She was in a bookstore looking to buy something. Don't know the details, really. When she turned around and noticed this tall, fair-looking blonde guy in a black suit, just sitting in the cafe, 30 feet or so from my mom. He was reading a newspaper. Sitting across from him was another dude, dressed exactly the same as the blonde one. They still look strangely out of place, somehow too perfect, too clean. Now, my mom had heard this story from my dad before, and she actually recognized my dad's description of this man. He definitely stood out, so she was kind of taken aback, trying to figure out if it's actually the man my dad had seen all those years ago. The blonde guy notices my mom looking at him. Again, his demeanor completely changes. He stands up, turns around, and quickly walks out of the bookstore, with the second guy right behind him. What the fuck, right? I'm actually freaking out a bit thinking about this. I'm 22 now, and I have to wonder if I'm going to run into this awkward blonde stalker. It's like the MIB sent their most inept agent to follow around my dad, or the most obvious alien ever is trying to study my family in our natural habitat. I don't fucking know. I know this is all very vague. I'm going to bring it up to my dad tonight and try to clarify a few details. I'll be honest, I pushed this story out of my head because it weirds me out.